welcome to Gong Jiaowei episode 7. Okay, I definitely cannot make the chicken noise in Batman's voice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I think that's a, that's a pretty good intro. <laughs> So, so, okay. So, what are we talking about in this episode, Jeremy? We're gonna talk about the Batman. <laughs> we already had a drugstore. <laughs> Donde esta los dragas? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we we actually talking about the the parallels between Batman Begins, the, the, the movie that we watched, and what is and what the fuck is happening in the US right now. Yeah. So earlier this week. Uh, you know the night I was actually uh, talking to you about this idea of, of uh, drawing the, the comparison between what is happening in the US and, and uh, Batman. It's because I was watching Batman to begin with. <laughs> I just ah, happened to okay. turn on Netflix and I and uh, Click on Batman yeah and I saw Batman. Batman. And I was like, oh, uh, because I vaguely remember what went on in the film. I was like, hey, actually, right, right. it's kind of like what's happening in the US. Like people mm-hmm. just mass panic and. You know, people living in the city, they don't care, you know, if it's if it's a crooked cop or whatever. They're just trying to live their lives and, and not get into trouble and you know, not not challenge the status quo. Right. Which which was which was what was happening, you know, before before this whole movement started back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's when I suddenly like, oh yeah, maybe there are deeper parallels than that. Like the characters inside the film, uh, okay, they, right. they might reflect you know certain real life characters in U.S. political system and even the police and yeah yeah so so that, that's why I brought it up to you that night. Okay. And so what was I doing? Is it like yeah. in terms of preparing? I mean, I was I was hit with uh, quite a bit of social media regarding. Um, you know, Singapore's racial issues. I actually kind of wanted to get into that. I mean, I told you about it also, right? To get into uh, this whole thing since, you know, race is a big thing now. But yeah. then like more and more as I as I looked into it, I was like, isn't this kind of like the all lives matter situation where, you know, we're kind of detracting away from the, the real problem that's happening right now in society. Like, okay, I guess... When people, when people call out like a... Hey, uh, your your country has its own uh, racial problem. That, calling that up, that is equivalent to the all lives matter. Is that what you? I wouldn't to? say I wouldn't say it's equivalent la, to all lives matter, right. but I I feel it's like you know, it, it's it's kind of doing what all lives matter does. You know where you don't really focus on the the problem at hand la, okay. right? The problem at hand is not you know, Singapore's racial issues. Singapore has racial issues all the time, right? It, right? It's been around for a very long time. We cannot have protests because we'll gonna jail. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's, I think it's difficult to bring it up. And and like, so, you know, when, when shit like this goes down, you know, a right. major world issue, yeah. it's not really a world issue also, you know, it's a US issue, but like USA number one. So like right. the whole world I think it's, kind the, of yeah, it, it, it's, it's convenient for us to, to slip it to bring into it up, conversation. Yeah. Hey, I want to salate. Uh. <laughs> right, salate essentially world, like yeah. that. Yeah. So, but I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's something that can wait. 
right? It's it's an issue that yeah, sure needs to be addressed and all that. But right now, right at this moment, I don't know about that, man. I think like, maybe we better. should. Yeah, of course. There's, uh, no, but there's now, no better. There's no better time to time. Uh, I tell you, the best time, right, is racial harmony day. Like then we have, we bring up all these things because no, like no, that's. Okay, so I I think but yeah, people who who mention like hey, your your country got its own racial racial issues. Why why you bother so much about uh, black lives matter? I I don't think they are they are equivalent as you say to to all lives matter, but they they just don't don't care as much. Uh. Whereas people you know who suddenly you know who who care about. Black Lives Matter. Uh, they, I think they do realize racial issues in, in Singapore is a thing, mm-hmm. and and that's why they are they are talking talking about it now. So they are right. piggybacking on the Black Lives Matter thing to bring up issues that is happening within Singapore because it's not that often that it gets talked about when true, yeah. when it when it gets showcased in on the world stage. You know when when Black Lives Matter happened, uh, then you know everyone's tuned into the news and on, on social media, people get to see what happened as a result of right. one particular racial group being mistreated, being stereotyped. It, it's out there for the whole world to see, so it's easier for them to, to bring up this issue. Like, hey, there is such things happening in Singapore as well, even though it's not that serious yet. Mm-hmm. So right, right. it's not like they disregard you know Singapore's racial problem. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the thing. That's what I want to get at also, right? It's not that I'm saying that they are disregarding Black Lives Matter, but some of these posts that are coming out, you know, some of these memes and all that, they seem to be, you know, pushing forth the agenda that, oh, just because Singaporeans care about Black Lives Matter means that they don't care about their own racial right, right. issues. Right. There, so, there is like, a few ways to look at this thing like, as with yeah, any it, other issues. I mean, it's fine to bring up stuff. I mean that that whole RJC thing resurface, right? Yeah, yeah, la, Stuff like oh, that resurfacing, you know. Oh, it they all in blackface, blackface. La, and then they wishing him happy birthday. And they, a, uh, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's a little fucked up. Not a little, very fucked up. And I mean, like I've seen, I've seen a compilation of like Singapore's photos of of people doing blackface, brownface in this case, uh, Right, there was this one famous bank also who had some kind of events night and then it was Indian theme and then people were going there dressed up in, I mean, dressing up in saris and all that, fine lah. But then yeah, people were coming down with brown face. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, just go Google like Singapore brown face, you know, and look at all the shit that you know, has, has one happened. Was the, what's that campaign? Yeah, yeah, the, the advertisement, Dennis, right? Dennis Chu Gana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah la, we we have a systemic issue as well la, when yeah. it, when it comes to race. I just feel like you know I wish people brought this up more often, right? Not when shit hits when the fan convenient. like for other countries, yeah, right. And then like I don't know, like you bring you bring this up now, so then like it kind of get overshadowed by you know the right. the main thing that's going on right now, which is Black Lives Matters. Okay right? Then so, if we we choose a. Uh, Timing like nothing really much happening in Singapore. Then we start like <laughs> then, then, it get, then it doesn't get uh, watered down by by any other thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Now confirm right, that right charged by the <laughs> SA already. 
Yep. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. See you guys. See you all. See you all in 38 years next, time. Next episode will be <laughs> in the present. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, I brought this thing up with Jeremy about uh, you know, looking at the parallels between uh Batman and what's happening with the world right now, especially in the U.S. And we thought it would be a fun episode to you know talk about film and also about current events that's uh, happening right now. In our right. cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. And not only in the cultural zeitgeist, man. I mean, bats are plaguing 2020, right? We have to we start off with coronavirus, which, if you didn't know, came from bat. Bats also carry, like, the highest amount of different coronaviruses strains. So, who so better like to than to deal with the fear of bats than Batman? Batman. Batman being Superman. <laughs> I would like to start off with a quote from uh, Batman Begins. Uh, this was what, something Bruce said uh, to Alfred, and he says, "People need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy, and I can't do that as Bruce Wayne. As a man, I'm flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed. But as a symbol, as a symbol, I can be incorruptible. I can be everlasting." So. I think the parallel here that we're trying to draw is that Black Lives Matter or the BLM movement equals Batman. Is Batman. Yeah, is Batman, right? Because this this whole thing that's going down, right, is that everlasting symbol, that incorruptible movement, right? Some people are gonna go again. Some people are, are not gonna agree with it. Uh, but generally, you know, people want to see a change, and there's this symbol of hope that they are looking towards right and even as a symbol it doesn't mean you have to be a black man or black woman exactly it can be, it can be anyone that is under yeah, that it can be anyone under that hooded mask so yeah it goes back to the to the idea of it being an idea concept so what is the concept behind what is the concept of black life what is the concept of black lives matter yes yes is that black lives matter <laughs> <laughs> okay can pass okay can i <laughs> A upon A. A that. upon 10. <laughs> A upon 5. Uh, you see, I mean, like, it's, there was this comedian, I, I think I shared a video recently, Michael Che, C-H-E, right? So there's this stand-up comedian that um, Kevin Hart also was posting about it, right? He has this little segment where he's talking about Black Lives Matter. We can't agree on anything anymore. As a country, we just can't agree. We just fight about everything. We can't even agree on Black Lives Matter. That's a controversial statement. Black Lives Matter. Not matters more than you, just matters. <laughs> matters. Just matters. <laughs> That's where we're starting the negotiations. <laughs> matters we can't agree on that shit what the fuck is less than matters black lives exist can we say that can we say is that controversial it's so stupid right that we even have to debate this that black lives matter right that we're starting off with basic you know that these individuals their lives matter <laughs> yeah 
isn't that a fucking given? Like, isn't that something that should have already been established? And and the fact that it's a controversial statement, you know, and the fact that people can argue against that, right? That that's the insane part. Before we go into more quotes, should we should we break down into you know, which characters we've uh, identified? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Let's let's break down which characters represent you know this whole crazy situation right. that we're going through. Yeah. So uh, we okay. We in, we've we've mentioned Batman is is like life matter as a, as a movement. Yep. Is the movement the symbol right? Which makes Alfred the the allies naturally. Yep. Because he's the one behind the scenes, you know, crying over whether Bruce is going to get hurt. Right. And yeah, so yeah, these are as, the people... As, as, okay, uh, yeah, and as much as Black Man is... The, uh, Batman is <laughs> the Black, Black Lives Matter as a, as a, as a movement, as a, the symbol of the movement. Then who is Bruce Wayne? Mm, interesting. Who is Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne is Black people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he's the he's the victim. He's the victim of a uh, of a uh, systemic racism, which which in this case is the is the death of his parents when he's killed. The act of Jojo killing his parents is the racism that they endured for for these many years. Hmm. Okay. Right. But that's my thing. I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's pretty pretty good. I was looking at it as you know all the all the victims right all the all the people that have been wronged directly you know all the innocent lives black lives lost from all the police killings and all that them as Bruce Wayne right Alfred as the black people essentially right the allies of I mean Alfred here is multiracial uh, which I like also because like in the film you know he's a British guy yeah. in like Gotham kind of out of place you know not really he's tighty or so so I feel like Alfred represents anybody else right that's not directly involved not, yeah, in, not directly involved but you are backing yeah you're backing people it up. wrong yeah right you're helping this symbol and movement mm. progress right um, speaking of which, um, I think like TikTok and the kids on TikTok, there's this new movement on TikTok, which I was like, wow. Um, so it's, it's kids who challenge their parents. So they will film themselves, uh, racist, I think hashtag racist parents. They will film themselves talking to their parents and trying to explain racism and all that. And then you just hear this bombardment of like racist ideology coming from the parents and them trying to justify their racism while the kids just, you know, plea and, and try their best to reason with them as to why they are being racist and why it's not okay. But does it, does I think, it go anywhere? Like, I, I think I it does. Uh. Okay. I think I think okay. Whether it goes anywhere to to the parents is yeah it? yeah to the parents. I don't know, man. Yeah, I I really don't know. But at least you know, from a societal standpoint, it's going somewhere, like We can clearly see problems. Like there was this one kid who was uh, I watched it. She she was talking to her parents about it, and then you can hear the dad just going, "Oh, these these are these are black animals," you know, just Jesus right then and there. Christ. Yeah, yeah, just straight out like that, you know. Do you know how many I actually, no, shut up. 
No. Can you, can you shut your mouth for a minute? No. Because I actually work in the ghetto. I see the people. Do you know why I they're in that position? I see these people. Do you understand the systematic and historical reason for why they're in that and position? They don't care. All they want to do is be ghetto. No. Yes, there's no. some that don't, and there's good people. No. Most of them just want to suck off the system or do something bad like drugs or gangs. And that's all they They care have about. been oppressed. They have it not been given the same the opportunities you have yes, had. They do, and there's plenty of black people. No, they don't, there's plenty Dad. Of, there's plenty of and you not recognizing that as an issue is the reason why it's still continuing today. I, I see them all over. There's all kinds of successful people that are of color. It doesn't matter what color, brown, white. But it's orange, a lot harder yellow. for them to get to that it position. It doesn't matter. When they do, they're fine. But there's always filthy animals. And that you're calling you're calling people of color. Black no. animals. You're calling them animals. I'm you Are me you finish. kidding me? You didn't let me finish. That's not okay. No, no matter what, that's not okay. No matter what, it's it not okay. okay. Racism is not okay. Why do you think that racism is okay? And so it's like you imagine these are the kind of people, right, in these positions, like your hospitals, your you know, your teachers and even your police officers, right? Who harbor these very, very racist ideologies and sentiments. And yeah, nobody's called out. When you put them in a situation of like meeting a black guy. Exactly. Right. Then that's it. It's going to act out and it's going to, it's going to manifest. And and that's, you know, one of the issues. And so, you know, these videos that they're filming, you know, it brings up all these things to, to take a better look at, you know, what's actually happening so yeah, good job TikTok kids. Uh, not bad. Yeah, so that's uh, Batman and Alfred. Alfred. Who's next? Falcone. Falcone. Okay. Okay, I think we got difference in opinion here. Alright. Who do you feel Falcone is? I, okay, I said Falcone is Trump, right? Yeah. You said Falcone is Trump. Yeah. Because, okay. Maybe it's because of the past that Caught my eye first, lah. That's where. Okay. Uh, the what that caught Scarecrow, your eye first? Scarecrow, the, the scene, the scene. Okay. Where okay. Uh, Scarecrow was talking to Falcone because he got caught and he's in okay, jail already. Okay. Yeah, in that scene, he did not know what the master plan was, uh, which which was to drop the whole city. They thought it was you know just holding ransom, and, and it's a money grab, lah. That's when I saw the parallel between between Trump and Falcone. Because he is, he is kind of like a, a puppet uh, right, figure, right. this whole thing. And yeah, especially Russia, if it's a money grab, right? Be yeah. it Russia yeah. or not. Uh, and yeah, money grab. And he is, he kind of portrays himself as kind of a mob boss, the boss figure, the, the character mm-hmm. he was playing in The, the Apprentice. That's right. when I saw it. Lah. Yeah, no, I think, I think there's a lot of parallels to, to that as well. So, especially so yeah, if so you watch you, Dirty Money. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so for you, who, who did you think? So for me, my conspiracy brain was trying to link up like all the evil villains in the in the show, right? So I felt that uh, Falcone was actually the, the white racists who hold power in society. The assholes, lah, right? Yeah, today, I just saw a photo on Facebook, right? Uh, like a bunch of uh, white supremacists they were like, black lives don't matter, you know, holding up signs, black lives don't matter, white lives are the only lives that matter. 
and you know they were just proudly holding the photos smiling in the, into the camera putting it on social media for everybody to see because that's what they believe in yeah so these assholes you know the people that have the power to do something like that you know and and go unchecked right not yeah, that's why I admire Singapore for our sedition act. Uh. You do some shit like that, that's it, man. You get thrown in the goddamn jail, which is where you belong, in a cage, right? But yeah, unfortunately, you know, America doesn't have the sedition act, uh, freedom of speech, woohoo. But yeah, I feel like Falcone is the, you know, these 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 white supremacists or, or racists. And so because he is working for Scarecrow, as well as the League of Shadows. So then I drew the link la, to Scarecrow, therefore being Trump, right? The puppet controlled by the shadow government, right? right? The people who are in actual power. I honestly feel that, you know, presidents, uh, especially US presidents, is just puppets, you know? It's, oh, it's yeah. like two sides of the same coin. Democratic Republic doesn't matter. It's who is in the background controlling that shit, you know? Mostly corporations. The, yeah, the corporations, the ones who are making money, you know, the ones that are lobbying for these people to come into power, right? So those are your people that are actually in power, that are actually in control. And so, yeah, Scarecrow is Trump, right? And the League of Shadows is the League of Shadows. <laughs> Ra's al Ghul is the shadow government, the people who are actually in power in this real world, you know? And yeah, and... When I was looking at Scarecrow also to, you know, justify him as being Trump, right? Uh, I was looking at how in the movie, he, he uses fear to disrupt society. And Trump does it in a similar fashion also. So, you know, he's openly like, I wouldn't, I, I mean, he's, he's pretty much racist. Lah. Although the media does manipulate him in many, many ways, like the whole immigrants thing when it first came out. You know, he went to rallies and he talked about the problem for illegal immigrants, right? Getting illegal immigrants out of the country. But everyone turned it, or the media spun it into um, just all immigrants get out of the country. Yeah, it kind of detracted away from that. Lah. But, um, you know, he uses his fear also, right? Build a wall. I'm going to build a wall around yeah. the whole country. I'm going to keep people out. And there's this, you know, sense of fear, isolation, which I see from Scarecrow as well, lah. And like, you know, in the later scenes where shit goes down in Gotham, right? Where the chemical is released and everything, yeah. right? Scarecrow is just riding around on a, on a damn horse, scaring yeah. the shit out of people of a little boy, right? Crouching down and then he's just on his horse. Oh, right? I feel... Yeah, right? And then I, I feel Trump is the same thing, man. Right? He's just this idiot on, you know, who's just fear-mongering, riding around on his horse, just scaring people, you know, while the real shit happens in the background. Yeah, so that's that's what I drew. Uh. And yeah, if you look at what's happening right now with Trump, it's it's even more concrete also. There was this article on um, CNN about how disappointing it is because Trump has now officially uh, just Even abandoned up. everyone. Yeah, <laughs> fled from his duty. You know, White House, the lights all off, lah. <laughs> and then, uh, while he's hiding out in a bunker, right? And all he's doing is like, you see, you he's mean, riding uh, his stupid horse. You mean uh, Doctor right. Crane's not in at the moment? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doctor Crane's not in right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, Trump, that's Trump, man. And you know, he's doing stupid shit like fighting with uh World Health Organization on Twitter, lah. 
condemning China over the Hong Kong protests. Exactly, right? Just riding on their horse, you know, and and just scaring people and doing his own stupid thing while the League of Shadows operates in the background. Right. So yeah, that's that's my take uh, on uh, Falcone, Scarecrow and uh, the League of Shadows. So, so who are the good guys here? Okay, yeah, Guy, why don't you get into the, the good guys? Okay, yeah. so the first, first time I I saw uh, Lucius Fox, uh, immediately right. thought of uh, him being the social media, the platform mm. where, you know, nice. uh, all these movements have been uh, organized. Yeah, they kind of like yeah. push it, right? Yeah, As well. because, you know, we yeah. follow a certain hashtag, they will, they will drop like information on where this rally is going to happen, at what time, right. and like which other places to, to stay play off because, you know, there's a mess, and then the messing of uh, armed police forces, so it's like, obviously, the part out of that area. And, and yeah, just like, just like in, in the film, Lucius Fox is the one supplying all the toys, all the all the tech, all the cool technology, and yeah, yeah, the social media has been the one technology that's uh, that's you know helped out all these uh, disempowered people. It's it's given them a voice. It's given them uh, you know the, the, the weapon of uh, togetherness. We are in an era where you know people in power are trying to separate people in, into separate silos. The whole divide right. and conquer thing. Uh, yeah, who else? Rachel? Rachel, at first I thought was... At first I thought she was an ally. Like Alfred's role? Yeah, yeah. But, but then, you know, it, it, she she is working in the DA's office. She's the one uh, affecting all the, all the policies. So right off the bat, definitely the politicians. The good politicians right. out there right now who are trying to make a change. Who are, you know, trying to push for all the guilty police officers who actually killed those innocent black people and, and trying to make a change in this system. Not political system, but but just this just this system in which uh America has been I guess it's it. a bit of political, it's like a bit it's of It's a social. bit of political, yeah. It's like yeah. how 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 would you describe it like you know like in our previous podcast when we talked about uh racism being used as a technological tool. Yeah. It's kind of like that, lah. You know, they they have to go, they have to go through many like different layers to right. undo this. They have to this jump thing. through a lot of a lot of different hoops. Yeah. So your yeah, political systems, yeah. courts of law, mentality and mindset of the people, yeah. right? All those. It's things. just it's just red tape war. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard to it's hard to describe what they have to they have to go through just to just to make a change. Yeah. Okay. So Who's for Gordon. Good? For Gordon, uh-huh. Gordon, I, right. I had a hard time deciding who. Okay. Because in the end, it kind of seemed like Gordon is also... Like an Alfred? No, not like an Alfred. Uh, he's a bridge between... He's a bridge between the, the viewers watching the film and uh, and Batman. Because besides Alfred, right, he is the one who is trying to understand where he's, he's, he's coming from. Like what are where his, Batman, what are his, where Batman uh, is coming engines. from, right? Yeah, right. right. Like, why is he helping? He's been always, he's mm-hmm. always been trying to figure out, you know, how, why is, why is this Batman character? Yeah, kind of help? like, got ill intentions and all. Yeah, that. yeah. So, like, when I saw Gordon, right, I, I felt he's a lot like, you know, I mean, he is a cop after all, 
right? And and I feel like in this situation, he's the he's the representation of the good cops. You know, the cops that want to push for Batman for Black Lives Matter, right? That want to see this movement come through and have that change occur. Because I've been seeing so many videos of um, police officers, you know, standing up, speaking to the people, talking about how, you know, they, they don't want these injustices to, to carry on. And so I, I kind of saw like Gordon, because Gordon is one of the few officers that are willing to work with right. Batman. And yeah, so if there are officers out there, you know, instead of just oh, all cops are bad, everybody, all cops want to shoot black people. Yeah. Right? There are good cops there who are really there because they want to protect and serve people who will not judge an individual based on their race, right? And so okay, so have you heard have you heard of the thing called Blue Lives Matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that as as well. So again for that thing, right, there is like two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Like one is like, you know, Blue Lives Matter, we put our lives on the line, try and serve and protect the, the citizens, but then we are getting all this shit. Right. Like so yeah, black fuck yeah, blue lives matter because you know we're putting ourselves on the line. Yeah. And there's the other side of the coin of blue lives matter where it's like Well now it, again they're trying to overshadow <laughs> Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. Yeah, see that's why la. I mean it's like the same thing that we brought up just now also with Singapore's racism and you know Black Lives Matter. So it's like I, I don't really know where to place it, you know. Yeah, it's important, but then I don't know man. Right, it's so difficult. Yeah. I saw this I saw this funny ass post though. Uh Blue Lives Matter, right? So it was a post of this like it's this cute little innocent girl, right? She's holding up a poster, My Daddy is a cop, Blue Lives Matter. And it's a Facebook post and you can see in the in the comment section, fuck off bitch, all all cops are pigs. <laughs> and then I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> So it's such an innocent, you know, post that, yeah, I then just got, <laughs> uh, just got shit, swept man. up in it. That's like, yeah, okay, that's the, yeah. That's, the, that, yeah, that's the whole thing about, about this, this movement again. On the one side, you have the peaceful protesters. Then on the other side, mm-hmm. you have people who are riding this wave and like fucking looting the whole place. Yeah, and, like, and just actually causing carrying chaos. out their own chaos because they want to yeah, you see, you see those videos of like, you know, certain people who are not even black, they dress up as like hooded. And oh, in the those. full black, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they purposely start breaking windows. Yeah, start to breaking windows, the... start burning things. And like... Yep, yep. I mean, I've seen some really weird shit, right? Like people talking about how like a whole stack of bricks will be delivered where protests are organized or peaceful protests are supposed to occur. And then, like, people will notice, like, you know, hours before the protest, there's this, like, stack of bricks just there. Right. And then, you know, there are these, like, individuals dressed up in black hoodies and all that. And I think there was a... Yeah, trying to start some shit, right? And I I think there was a post, actually, uh, I I saw today of this, uh, one of the hooded individuals, they they got a nice camera angle on him. He had a earpiece connected. And... Receiving then people were, yeah, right. And then people were like, "So what the fuck is going on? Like, who's the one behind this starting the, you know, the violence and all that shit?" And the dude poor thing, his ex-wife called up. Of yeah. 
See, it's always the League of Shadows. And uh, but the poor guy got got called out. Uh, his ex-wife recognized him in in the in the mask. <laughs> ex-wife. <laughs> Yeah, do ex wife. This one, this one out for blood, man. This this woman, I respect. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, she called him out, and then they did some research, and they found out he's actually a police officer, so so it's probably one of the assholes lah who want to kill people, you know, who are there just to destroy lives instead of protect and serve lah. And yeah, they are the ones that are gonna incite this kind of violence and turn peaceful protests into violent ones so that everything gets detracted away from the actual thing that matters. Uh. Yeah, I think that's, that's most of the characters. The main uh, characters in the show, right? I'm trying to break down into the, the parallel. I mean, the last one is, is not only thugs, uh, which are racist yeah. as fuck people. Yeah. Okay, so right now, let's get into the, the plot and uh, you know the things that certain characters said. And- that, Unfold, that, okay. Yeah, right. that that, uh, that seems to reflect what is happening now. Mm-hmm. Wait, so we went through the the one about Bruce Wayne, where you right, the, as a incorruptible, up. incorruptible symbol, right? Yeah, and people needing dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy. So shit has to go down, man. There has to be this level of chaos for people to really see an actual problem. Right. So you have a quote that. But I know the rage that drives you, that impossible anger strangling the grief until the memory of your loved one is just poison in your veins. And one day you catch yourself wishing the person you loved had never existed. So you'll be spared your pain. Mm, this is this is Russ uh, talking to Bruce after he falls into the ice, right? And then they are both like sitting there at a, at a fire and then yeah and then Bruce is like freezing his ass off there and yeah I think I think this 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 quote is quite important right and it's quite it's quite poetic uh, to what it speaks to what's happening now right and it's dry it's it's rage that's driving people and it's this anger and yeah, it's just, you know, losing a fellow black person because this dude has been, and so many black people have been innocently murdered because of this this systemic racism that's going on, right? And yeah. Uh, how, and, how is this, how is this, uh, how is this the League of Shadows? How is this the, the Illuminati? Would, would they even have this empathy of saying, you know, I know the anger that, that you know, that you are angry with? This is like, this to me is like that saying, you know, keep your, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Right. right? It's, it's, it's like, you don't want to be found out as the League of Shadows. You don't want to be found out as this secret person or, or entity of people controlling society. And so you empathize with them. You express, you know, what they're feeling. You understand what they're feeling, right? You mirror what they're feeling. Right. But in actuality, you're the one causing all of this, right? I mean, the only reason why Raz could sit with Batman and say all this shit is because he knew he killed Batman's parents, right? right. In, in the later part of the film when, you know, uh, you know, Batman's finally confronting him and then... So, goes, okay, so this is even worse than being... Uh, not, let's not say worse. Uh, this is different from being a sociopath, right? 
because the sociopath can't even empathize with whatever no, the other not person tr- is feeling, right? Not not okay. They can't okay. That's that's the scary thing about psychopathy. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that they don't know how, is that they don't feel it, but they right. can express it. So they clearly know what sadness is or what these feelings right. of rage is and all that, and they can express and show empathy, but they don't actually feel it. Right. See? So that's the fucked up part. Like, I mean, okay, so you do something bad to somebody, right? You can, you can, you, you feel shitty, you know, like, fuck, I made this person cry, right? I feel like a douchebag right now. I feel like mm-hmm. an asshole. This person can say that, you know, can go up to you and say, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, I should have done that. Feel like an asshole for doing that. But they don't actually feel that, right? They don't actually feel like an asshole. They have no sense of guilt whatsoever. They don't feel shit, right? What so that's, yeah, exactly, right? So that's, that's Ra's al Ghul in, in this scene. And, and the way I see it, you know, it's like, if, if problems don't get solved, right? And the people who are truly in power, because it's the real people that are in power that implement this level of racism that perpetuates throughout society, right? The, the sickness. And if they are never found or, you know, we don't really realize why these things exist, right? Then, yeah, these are your League of Shadows and they just continue to persist and carry out these bastard things, you know, uh, to, to society while showing that they you know understand pain or grief of, of somebody so when you know you're the one yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, 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 okay, I guess that uh, ties in nicely with uh, one quote uh, it's not who you are beneath it's what you do that defines you mm, right both Rachel and Bruce. Technically, Bruce said, this one Rachel said, it's not who we are underneath, right? It's what we do that defines us. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I think it ties So, it, yeah, you know, it doesn't even matter what you say to the other person. goes back to the whole uh, Yeah, so, you know, if these people in power actually really, really care, the hidden billionaires in society and all that they'd be funneling money into making society a better place right. rather than feeding their own selfish needs uh, right yeah there's only so many people who you see uh, donating to science yeah who are philanthropists uh, you know yeah. vaccine for, for this virus exactly I don't know maybe maybe they they did and they remain yeah could be hopefully, that also. hopefully there are people like that out there Mm-hmm. I hope lah. I hope. And I hope that the League of Shadows doesn't really exist lah. But my conspiracy you brain really says otherwise. <laughs> 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 so yeah. I I <laughs> do I really right. need that? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean you know you know, I, I've always like put forth this analogy, right? Like imagine the group of our friends, right? Seven of us guys, right? If we were multi-billionaires in this world, right? And we could have major influence and power over this world, wouldn't the seven of us also therefore want to use our influence and power as much as possible to shape the way that we want to see it? Yes. I yeah, got see? the top so, complex. Yeah, I mean, as humans, <laughs> we all do, right? We all have... 
you know some level of that that um, need Maker. for control yeah. and yeah um, you know stemming from whatever self-esteem issues we have but it, it's there we we feel that need to control we feel that god complex uh, to some yeah. extent as long as it doesn't become an actual problem but yeah so you know if you had all that money and power wouldn't you and your friends want to shape the world the way you see it for the better according to you right, so you yeah the, to me that's the, the influence you have the power of influence why not right why not use it yeah. don't let it go to precisely. waste right? precisely so how can I therefore not believe you know that uh, that the league of shadows <laughs> doesn't exist So okay, so what is what is the MO of the League of Shadows? To restore okay you see or in real life uh, in real life. Like our world uh, shit. Then then we can then we can, you know, draw back to what Razahu said about Only a cynical man would call what these people have lives, Wayne. Crime, despair. This is not how man was supposed to live. The League of Shadows has been a check against human corruption for thousands of years. We sacked Rome, loaded trade ships with plague rats, burned London to the ground. Every time a civilization reaches the pinnacle of its decadence, we return to restore the balance. So what do you, you think? You know, I, 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 I would, of, I, of our League of, of Shadows. Our League of Shadows. I, I'd say it's somewhat similar to, to, to this idea that, you know, is expressed in the film as well. Because I so think that... I could, in, yeah, it's, it's that, you know, I know what's best for society. I stand high up on the ground, you know. This, you look at the people, right? You already distance yourself from the people. When you're, when you're the 1%, right? There's no way you can feel what it feels like to be homeless, a homeless man on the street. Right. There's no way you can know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck, having to worry about when you can put food on the table. These things are completely off, you know, ever since you were born, right? Because the, the real 1%, right? They, they, they didn't make it there. You know, this, this has been wealth or family accumulated over it's time. A, a legacy right? thing. Exactly, right? That's the only way you can be a multi-trillionaire, right? Not even talking about billionaire here, we're talking about trillionaires, right? So yeah, I mean, these people are already so detached from the everyday people. So it's inevitable that you would see them differently, right? And so you you would then therefore have this complex in a way where you would see them like that. Uh, only a cynical man would call what these people have lives. And then you would therefore want to enact your own form of righteousness or how you see the world works or the way you want the world to work, I guess. As for the real purpose behind it, I don't know, man. Right? Like, the actual, is it greed? Is it money? Is it power? Is it... All of the above. <laughs> yeah. the, all yeah, of I the think, above. I think so, right? Yeah. Everlasting life. Yeah. Formula for immortality. Maybe they already have that. I don't know. I mean, uh, these are things that have been chronicled over the ages, you know, like kings in search of uh, the elixir of life. Right, right. (laughs) It's this obsession with like, you know, people in power. Like, you know, what we we talked about last episode. Exactly. It's it's a fear of losing that power, that, that 
drives right. that. Yeah, so they could very well be doing that. And in fact, if you look at the comics, it didn't come out in Batman Begins, uh, but if you look at the comics, Raz, uh, Raz Al Ghul, he has that, the Lazarus Pit, right? It's where yeah, he soaks. Yeah, and then he just comes back to life, you know, completely recharged to live through the ages again, which is why the League of Shadows can continuously exist throughout society, no matter how long. So is that, have they found, have our League of Shadows found the Lazarus Pit? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. GG. They upload they upload the consciousness of the internet <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> By everything we are saying now. <laughs> Go ahead, man, here. It's okay. I'm just a I'm just a I'm Mr. Nobody. Right, what's the what's the next quote? Okay. But the next quote I thought was uh, okay. I mean, the the movie definitely took inspiration from real life. That's how it mm-hmm. came to be. That uh, economics was the was the weapon of choice for them. Right. Over the ages, our weapons have grown more sophisticated. With Gotham, we tried a new one: economics. But we underestimated certain of Gotham's citizens, such as your parents. Guns down by one of the very people they were trying to help. Create enough hunger and everyone becomes a criminal. Their deaths galvanized the city into saving itself, and Gotham has limped on ever since. We are back to finish the job. This time, no misguided idealists will get in the way. Like your father, you lack the courage to do all that is necessary. If someone stands in the way of true justice, you simply walk up behind them and stab them in the heart. I mean, it, it is what is happening right now. So, you know, I think, I, I, I mean, I, I had this conversation with my dad. Right now, it's it's pretty much almost heading to a world war, but it's going to be a world war that's not fought with conventional weapons. Weapons. But mm. with uh, you know, economics. You know, it first started off as a trade war between US and China. I know, right? Yeah. And right, right now, you see uh, countries or they are starting to close off from each other, mm-hmm. especially during during this time during the pandemic. Uh, there's limits on, on trade and flow of goods, not that, not what it was, what not what it used to. Uh, so it's it's definitely accelerated the agenda of uh, certain countries of uh, being protectionist, uh, limiting inflow of uh, trade, so that they reduce their uh, trade deficit. So that the economy uh, is not being fucked by the other person who's trying to flood right. it with cheap goods. Yeah, so it's it's not a war that's reported or or people don't see it as a war just yet. But I think it's a war nonetheless. And like what we said the last time, you know, when you limit trade, people are less well off because there's no specialization. Uh, the use of uh, resources is less efficient. Yeah, which is basically what happens during a real conventional war, right? Yeah. Fates start declining, people, are, people don't have access to goods that they used to have. Yeah, it's just on a less obvious scale now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think, I mean, we, we have to evolve to that also, right? Because, 
you know, sending troops and dropping bombs is not going to do any favors to anyone in the way globalization has worked. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, because I, of I our mean, globalized even world. Even if they do that, then guess what weapon the US yeah. has? Fucking yeah. sanctions, huh? Exactly. It's not me weapon, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> So you, I mean, like you want to conquer Singapore, you drop a bomb on us, that's it. We're fucking useless, right? All, all our industries and everything, we, you know, our real value is gone. Right? So nobody's going to do that, right? You, if you want to if you wanna start a war, you've got to do it in a different way, right? And yeah, I guess it's evolved to economics. Yeah. I mean, it, not, even past economics, I'm pretty sure there are, I mean, the latest one is information, uh, with the whole yeah. no massive fake with, news and yeah, yeah fake news messing with the elections on the side of uh, espionage right on Nikon a bit philosophical I don't know if it's it is one that can summarize this whole movement right now so I chose this quote. Um, first of all, this quote actually didn't appear in the Batman Begins film. It, it appeared in the teaser trailer of the film. Also, public service announcement. If you do want to check out you know, trailers of a film, I suggest you stick with teaser trailers and not the official trailers because teaser trailers are designed by the director of the film and it gives you a very good idea of the tone of the film. Trailer trailers are normally designed by marketing agencies and they are meant to sell as much tickets as possible. So you're probably not going to get the right image of the film. And on top of that, sometimes it's filled with spoilers as well. A classic example would be the Australian horror film, The Babadook. And the way it was marketed, it was made to seem as if it were a creature flick which people, you know, tend to like and will flock the cinemas to watch. But then the film was actually nothing like that. And so people walked out of the cinema, you know, disappointed. So yeah, uh, if you do want to check out trailers, you know, stick to teaser trailers. So check out this quote from the, uh, from the teaser trailer for Batman Begins. They told me there was nothing out there. Nothing to fear. But the night my parents were murdered, I caught a glimpse of something. I've looked for it ever since. I went around the world, searched in all the shadows. And there is something out there in the darkness. Something terrifying. Something that will not stop until I get revenge. Me. So, I, I chose this quote because I feel that we, you know, as much as the allies of BLM, the, the people directly involved, the black people, Batman himself, Bruce Wayne himself, right? If we're not careful with this, with this, I want to fight against the power. I want to fight for my rights. I want to see justice. I want to, you, you're going to blind yourself and you're going to turn yourself into, you know, a monster if you're not careful. If you let revenge and hatred and all these negative emotions overcome you in times like these, 
I mean, I understand like if these emotions come, they're, they are the initial response to something, right? Because that, that thing is traumatic. That thing is painful for you. But if you get blinded and lost in it, right? This revenge and this pursuit of revenge, which you, you know, convince yourself is justice. Then, yeah, what really happens to you then? Yeah, like I, when I, this... I guess just now when what, what, what I wanted to say, like what quote mm-hmm. going in my head was, yeah, this, I think this quote actually ties back the whole thing that Batman is, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement and Bruce Wayne is the other black people who have been on the receiving end of the injustice uh, that, that society has, uh, has caused them over the many centuries. And mm-hmm. there's, always that, there's always that rage in them, uh, or that that rage or, or sense of uh, unfairness, injustice that that they want to they want to get out of the system, but because they are still in that situation where they are receiving these injustice, there's that tendency to go overboard sometimes, right? Just so they can break out of it, but in the process they they end up breaking themselves. But in the end, right, no matter what happens, even if you pursue this racism and all that and you realize that you've gone against the very things that you've set out to achieve, uh, Alfred will always be there for you. And he will come there and he will drop the... Why do we fall, sir? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. Right, so, I mean... You know, it's it's we are we are fallible creatures, lah. We we will fall. No matter how righteous, we're we're gonna we'll we'll all fall someday. Even like what's happening now in Singapore, it's like even if you you feel angry because you know, fuck, there's racism going on here, and then people are straight away jumping on this BLM movement, and nobody gives a shit about what's happening here. You know, you're letting. In a way, you're kind of letting the hatred and the the injustices that you face, you know, overcome you. And I I don't want to say that I'm not, you know, feeling that as well, right? When it first started, I I definitely felt it as well, right? I definitely want to talk about the problems here as well. But then I there's also a part of me that's like, yeah, don't be selfish, lah. There's something else going on right now in the world that's bigger than what's happening here. So, you know, why focus on what's happening here? And then there's that other part of me again that goes, you know, hey, but you should care about your own shit and what's <laughs> happening here in this country. And yeah, it's a never-ending battle, man. Which is why I can't, you know, can't like focus on what needs to be focused on also when it comes to this whole thing about BLM and whether or not uh, we should talk about racism here in Singapore. But, right. yeah. It is, when would be a good time? Like I say, uh, for me, I say racial harmony day, man. Go for it. Yeah. It's the day to call out this bullshit where racial harmony doesn't actually exist to some extent. Where racial harmony actually exists to some extent. Right. It's almost like a lip service. <laughs> yeah. But it, that's, a, that's, a, that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah, maybe on racial harmony day. Okay, <laughs> harmony day. Oh, yeah, I think that, 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 are, are we, we going to wrap up? Yep, That's, I think that about sums up this episode. Yeah. 
But then again, I mean, if, if you guys have any other interpretation of uh, this film and how it plays out. Or if you have ideas of other films that are, you know, mirroring what's happening in society right now. Yeah. Feel free to reach out on, on wherever we are. You know where it is. <laughs> we, 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 are, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as Kong Jiao Wei. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.